Hey guys, you're listening to Minnesota Nice, where passive meets aggressive, where stereotypes are confronted, and we're from Minnesota, we sure as hell are nice. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash mnnice. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for any of your media devices. Um, I downloaded Audible and I got the new Ready Player One book. Not new, but I saw the movie and I wanted to listen to the book to kind of get that sort of connection and it's it's quick and easy you can listen to it at work you can listen to it in the car it's a it's a great source yeah check it out but uh t- today uh today we're going to start off with it's the summer months now and summertime is even though First, it's beautiful out you're sachin I'm oh Rob. yeah we didn't even do introductions wow and um i am sachin thank you we don't really have a big topic tonight we're just kind of gonna spew because it's just how it is um, but yeah, it is the summer months. <laughs> That's how it always is. But no, it is the summer months, and I barely seen you compared to the winter when we're cooped up here, other than my hiatus. Where haven't you seen me? We were hooping Saturday. We went to a movie. Fr- I guess you didn't go to the movie Friday. Golf Sunday. Golf Sunday. Didn't see you yesterday. So one day off, is, and you're saying that we haven't seen each other? Yeah. Used right. to be every day. Give or take. So, one thing that we want to talk about tonight was the royal wedding. Not so much for the royal wedding, because um, who really cares? I don't, I, I don't know anyone that woke up at like 4 a.m., but if you did, I do. that's... I do. And see, I... So, people were like chirping, you know, wake up before, for the royal wedding. I was like, I get it, okay? You may not be British, but like, I get up at 6 a.m. to watch my soccer team lose. And, like, I know it's going to happen, but I do it. But, like, they're doing know. it. Like, I'm like, well, like, fuck it. No, you know, and, and I'm not, no, I respect if you want to see the Royal Wedding and if you follow it, whatever. But what kind of blows my mind is I think there's this phenomenon about the wedding. But, like, usually people aren't really following, like, the whole, the whole royal family as a whole, except for this wedding. I feel like this was just kind of, like, the media kind of pushing the agenda and not so much I mean people wanted the agenda but like it kind of came out of nowhere like you don't really hear about the royal family that much and then you hear that you Harry's do getting, though not like you hear about everything else and it to, you know the numbers it got it got like Super Bowl numbers at 4am like that's just I didn't know I just I don't I think that they should be following the royal wedding and just the royal family more if people care about it they that much. They do, bro. That's why Princess Diana died because of aggressive paparazzi. Don't you know the story? No, no. I know it, in England it's a big deal, but I just didn't know that. Like, it doesn't bleed into our American news that much, to be honest with you. It doesn't. I thought it. I thought it should more. I mean, people obviously want to hear about it, so why not? Why not? I mean, these. I think these media outlets are not using. They should use this as fuel to keep following them. And, like, not that I think it's a good idea to follow a royal family and, like, put them on this hierarchy. But if it sells, it sells, man. I'm never going to hate a – I'm never going to hate a media company for trying to sell something. I mean, it's the same thing that football does. It's the same thing that everyone does. If you have good numbers, if certain things work, you continue to do it. Why not? I don't know. I think that's kind of a bad take. I'll be honest. Why? Because it is covered. Like, I read a decent amount about the royal family and – kind of a decent amount of capacities and I don't even follow the CNNs and the stuff where they do do like the more like 
because like I read niche things, but like I read yeah, about I, I read about how Queen Elizabeth drove the King of Saudi Arabia when he visited the UK, and women can't drive in Saudi Arabia. She drove him around at like ninety two in her Land Rover Defender. She was going ninety two miles. No, she was like 90, oh. she's ninety two oh, years old, bro. God. The Queen's a badass. No, like oh, no, I, okay, I hear you, but I'm just saying. Ever since Prince Harry proposed to Meghan Markle, I've heard about it. Before okay. that, I had no, heard let about me finish it. Let me let me give the more important point. You said like, why not keep it going? Because these are people like anything else. They want their privacy. Like Prince Prince Harry That's wants fair. nothing to do with the media because the media killed her mom, his mom, and he had yep. to walk behind the fucking coffin. You know? No, to like, be honest, that's fair. And if that's <laughs> like, if that's the case, you're right. Because if they don't want it, they don't want it. Where, they don't. No, I, that, that's fine. That's fine. That's that makes sense. Because I mean, like. There's obviously people that do want it, like the Kardashians want it. Like they thrive off of it. That's how they make their money. Where if they don't want it, they don't want it. That's cool. I just, it's weird that they had it so highly publicized on their whole wedding. I mean, because they still do have to keep interest in the crown because, like, because there's money in that. There's and probably money, yeah. taxpayers paid for like the wedding a little bit, like in England. I'm sure there was money sent that way. I don't know how it works. I'm not that up to date on. No, I'm, I, I don't, didn't think you That would is an be. interesting question, though. I'm sure there were there had to be man. I thought the wedding was worth like forty mil plus. But I mean, the who? So you have to think about it. the The House of Windsor could easily afford that because they're selling the TV rights. The Crown is to ABC. I think ABC covered it. So they're selling those TV rights with the cameras in there and all that shit. So they would be the ones to set up. I bet they do get a sweet deal from the taxpayer, and then they also profit handsomely on the TV deal, screwing the average so Briton. Okay. I bet dude, that's not what it is, but they take pride in, for country, for queen, for glory, because they're nationalistic. It's, just, like it's every so other weird that it's country. so pseudo. You well, know what I mean? That's an interesting point, Robbie. I think I honestly think that's probably how it's done, if I'm willing to bet. Because, you know, these are old money. Like, they've been holding the land... I was yeah. watching this this thing at Parker's. It was like literally the Friday before about about the royal family and about how this woman who dated one Prince Andrew was like, you can, you may make money, but you have to be one of us to be. It was like her her yep. her title was aristocrat. Okay, it's like you don't become an aristocrat. We were like talking about how to become an aristocrat. It's like you're yeah. born into it. It's like the people who own the land. It's like you may have money, but like where are you like from? You know, Windsor Castle. That's where the house. Like you yeah. got to be part of. That's the elite. It's just interesting that that's how that's set up, because that wouldn't work in our society, like in capitalism in America. Yes, I know it works that like there's old money, but like you can't just be like an aristocrat as your title. You got to be like that. What the instead of that you there's have a socialite, company. dude. No, it's the I same shit. Dude. I guess, I guess. But there's but a reason you're a socialite, right? Because well, people want to see what like you're doing. It's like the Kennedys, the Rothschilds. The only difference is one's it's connected diff- no, to the royal family, the one's not. Because aristocrats the Rothschilds they own banks and they like they passed that down within their family and they gave their family they continued to give their family the bigger higher jobs and had other people under them where being an aristocrat comparing it to a socialite if that is the case that's like saying we're you're gonna we're gonna push these people on you and these are gonna be the people that are your socialites where Kim K and like those kind of like as much as we want to hate our socialites they're socialites because people want to see what they're doing and people care about what they're doing people care about what they're doing because usually they're good looking so on where if if it's like a it's if it's a castle thing where you're an aristocrat because you're like part of windsor castle i don't know if you're always like this like smoke show model that people want to follow and that's the i think that's the difference which is it's interesting that that's how england's set up and how we're set up 
because obviously like how our movies and all that that whole entertainment sphere is set up is people just care about what these people are doing it's a weird phenomenon but I think it's also weird though that Americans care like the people who I know getting up early to watch it care just as much as the people the England the Britons they care more it's weird you know they they probably do care more (laughs) it is weird I was fascinated by it I was like they have no connection like we just love our reality TV in America. It's the princess of princes. That's dude, like it's there's a reason. Sad. There's a reason we have so many like love and hip hop New Yorks, Miami, like just all this like the love and hip hop series. What's the the Housewives series? Like we people love reality TV. They thrive. Like, it works. I don't know what it is. People care about it because people's lives are shitty as hell. They would rather it's and that's why VR probably will take over. Because people are going to be able to kind of live that life as if it is them. You it's going to be a weird. Your shitty nine to five. Yeah, and you care, but you instead of like when VR takes over, you come home from your nine to five, and instead of thinking about other people's lives and like living vicariously through them, you get to just hop on that VR like headset and you get to live yourself. But like that, I mean, it, it probably will do that to some people, but it's like anything else. You need to have a healthy balance in life. Like I'm not gonna take like someone might go. But I don't think these kind of people are gonna have the Fortnite bandito in our friend group. We're not gonna name names. Like he might get on that train, you know. But like the rest of us will like still maybe enjoy it, but still go about our business like normal individuals and not sacrifice other things. It's a certain personality that will like to obsess. Yeah, OCD. Like you know, it's just like it's like anything else, man. It's true. Kind of a balance. Yeah, it's it's weird how things can take over, like the Fortnite phenomenon, or just like anything where. It can take over someone's life and that's all they care about. It's always kind of, it's always, because for me, thinking about it from like a psychology standpoint, like I don't think I would ever be like that in, like into something. Like I've definitely, like I play a lot of Fortnite, but like I, I see how it affects other people and how it just like, they don't, like it, they take, they would take away friends from it or just other things like, just so like relationships you see it a lot where like people can't have other friends they can only be in that relationship and you don't see them anymore or you get five friends and only four in a squad and well i get kicked oh okay that's yeah yeah but (laughs) tears but you see it in relationships like the really unhealthy relationships you're like i never see this guy anymore because he's only gonna be with his girlfriend and like it's just it's weird how that kind of i wonder what those people think like do I not care about my... I don't know, like, what that kind of psychology in your head is to be like, I like, my friends will be there when, like, this relationship ends, or, like, I don't know. I don't think they care. I think it's being selfish. I guess, but then, like, you'll see them break up and then come back. So, like... Yeah, because his ass was being a fool, but, like, it's still did, selfish. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of a different person. I don't know. I'm not even thinking about anybody in general. I'm just talking about job broadly speaking. I'm honestly not thinking about anybody in general. Okay, yeah, true. But whatever. Neither here nor there. Who? So I, I heard this story, and you heard it too. Apparently, Serena Williams. Apparently, there was a lot of A-list celebrities at the royal wedding. Of course, David Beckham killed David it, Beckham. Bro. Like he was wearing some fucking log ass shit, dude. George Clooney was there. Apparently, to be on that kind of list, you should be like a worldwide known philanthropist. I mean, is what I've heard. You have to be a socialite, dude. Both though. I feel like I've I've heard a lot. Like was Obama a, invited? I think he was. Was he? No, he wasn't invited. No, they didn't invite they, well, Obama? okay. This is why they didn't invite any politicians. Uh, which 
I mean, you can't. That's fair. You got to draw the line. Yeah, if no, you're gonna yeah. do, if you're gonna do none, you can do. You have to do none. You yeah. can't be like making exceptions for certain politicians. But it was interesting because Serena Williams was there, rightfully so. I mean, she's a queen, the god of tennis, um, to really transform that sport. Like when you think of tennis, not like I'm thinking guys and girls. Like Serena is tennis. And she was out there playing beer pong, and apparently she didn't lose once. Yeah, she was killing it from what I heard, too. She, <laughs> at the after party, one second, I thought I had the article pulled up, but... You're going to pull up the Serena article? Yeah, she crushed everybody. I can see her just being more competitive than everybody. But you know her hand-eye coordination's on point, too. So it's like that she's playing true, against... True. Like, <laughs> her hand-eye coordination... She's a world... Like yeah. She's one of the best athletes ever. Yeah, her hand-eye coordination is better than ever. It's, yeah... <laughs> I wonder how she is at shooting a basketball. But, like, that's muscle memory as much as anything. As much as it's hand-eye coordination, it's muscle memory. And there's a difference between a basketball and a ping-pong ball. A ping-pong ball is very just, like, touch-feel. I know that basketball is too, but it's, like, a full motion where you have to use legs and, like, you have to coordinate that whole motion where it's really just a flick your wrist with a ping-pong and Uh beer-pong. So I feel like she's going to be – I mean, it's going to be more natural. Both will probably be natural. And it won't take her long to pick either up, but like, yeah, I just, I thought that was awesome that Serena comes in here, they have an after party, beer pong, first of all, at the after party's dope, like, huge fan of that, but of course Serena's like, yo, like, I wonder if she just, like, was like, with her husband, like, yo, let's go run the table, (laughs) like, what the fuck? That is wild. (laughs) I think, yeah. It's, it is wild to think about all the pomp and circumstance. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not about it. Alright, well... Don't care for it. So that's enough Royal Wedding. Um, NBA, down to four teams. We got Celtics, Celtics, Three and a half, man. That's about... Okay, fine. Celtics, Celtics, Cavs, Warriors, Rockets. What do you... So who's the half team? Are you saying Rockets are half team? Yeah. I mean, as from a gambling perspective, they have been not giving the Rockets any credit. The Warriors are favored by like eight points each game. Rightfully so. They won by 40 last game, 41 to be exact. But eight points, that's a lot of points in a, in a conference finals game. I know none of them have been close. I will admit that. But like eight it, points it is a is, ton of points. I mean... There's a reason these guys always make money, man. To give perspective to it, it's like there's the no- Rockets against the the Rockets against the like Wolves was eleven. Eleven was 12. eleven. That's, I mean, the Rockets deserve to be beating the Wolves by like eleven. Like they they should have beat us in four. They, we should have got swept. Yeah, but Golden State playoff form, dude. I guess, but so are you thinking that? Dude, no, I think more dude, more than anything, it's at Oracle, man. That stadium is so lit. No, I get that, and I I never understood this, and I know it's I know there's a big part of it because you see it in lines, you see it in everything in sports, you see it in how teams win. But why does home court advantage matter that much? I get that it matters, but I feel like there's like this huge sway towards it, like this home court advantage, like like you, it's hard to win away. Like, I get that. 
I but think like, it's. I don't think it's necessarily the game, dude. I think it goes into everything leading up to the game. The fact that you have to travel, you're going late flights. You know, you're leaving at just odd hours, flying long distances, going into hotel rooms. You know, having to wear a suit to the game versus you're at home, like your own bed. You got your dog. You got you know your girl, whatever around you. And then you go, you know, well, you, you roll up to the game. San Diego boys might be cheating yeah, on the road. True. But, like, you know, you have that comfort of, you know, that just the home lifestyle. You're more relaxed. I get it. And the other, like, you know, you're not worried about the other shit. Like, I get it. more relaxed. But after, after, okay. You're playing for your family. Like, tell me it doesn't amp you up. Like, I'm sure the bunch of players, like, get re- go ready to a crowd. Like, do they like the away game? I'm sure Russell Westbrook loves away games. I'm sure he probably... Loves likes away games more than he does home games because he's just that kind of competitor. James Harden yeah. too, but for many of the guys, especially young dudes, you know, like you have that killer instinct, the Kobe mentality to go in and not be phased. It's like it's like Matt Barnes throwing a ball in your face, like malice at the palace. Like there's like home feel. Like you're going to an arena where everyone fucking hates you. Okay, I got two points. One, so do you think? That the more veteran you are, the easier it is to play away. Oh, so like 100%, for a Spurs, hundred percent. Because that makes sense. Because from my perspective, I'm thinking, okay, you're doing this 41 times a year. You should get into a routine of how to play away. I get at first it's kind of weird, but like once you do it enough, you could find a routine to be like, okay, this is how I'm gonna play well away. This is what I need to. This is the position I need to put myself in. So it would make sense that veterans would be better at it. Yeah, and true, and yeah, they just know the longevity and just like the it's just you. I'm sure they learn something new every year that you just only learn from being in the league, yeah, and being with different teammates around and just like seeing different like oh like that's a good idea and you start yeah. doing it. It's just like one of those things you pick up the little things that because I guess you're not going to learn. Yeah, otherwise. and I guess what I was thinking, and, and I mean you're traveling a lot bigger distances, but when I go back to like when we played sports and stuff. Not that we put it at any like extremely high level, but when we did, like it didn't really matter what field I was playing at. Like that didn't like really affect because you just zone in. Like and I never heard the fans really because like you tune it up. No, yeah, you don't. You don't hear the fans. So like for that part, like I, I don't want to like. I I want to give it to the fact that veterans are going to be better at it because they've experienced it forty one times, however many years. But, like, I don't want to give it to the fact of, like, oh, the crowd is really a but, huge factor because I don't think it is. It's more so in the playoffs, dude. It's more intimidating in the playoffs, 100%. Yeah. Well, the jitters. I think any game. Because it's a playoff experience. game to begin with, and then all of a sudden you have the added, like, you yeah, have the added. It's just a playoff game, you and know? And I think this is a good transition into talking about LeBron as a whole, but it's crazy because LeBron has been in this position for so many years, far in the playoffs. All that stuff. I mean, what is it? Seven in a row finals? Something like that. Something like that. And it's just like, he's been there. He's been down like 2-0. He's been down 3-1 in the finals and won. And it's just, there's something to be said about like knowing. There's got to be something calming about knowing that I've done this before and we can do this again. And and I'm sure it rubs off on the team because his presence of being like, hey, it's going to be okay. Do what you need to do. I've, I'm sure, like the rookies and the younger players on the Cavs team, are looking at him like, okay, I, we can follow his lead. He's got because a good he's example. Lost those games, man. He's done both. Though. His first stint in Cleveland, you know, he was but taking L's with Big Z and like Delonte West. Like, Delonte, Mister Steal Your Mom West. No, right? <laughs> Some other broke boys, dude. I can't even. Anderson Bereja. He was like the second best player on that team. He was the second best player on that team, which is saying uh, a Antoine lot. Antoine Jameson. 
Anton. It's Anton Jameson. Anton. Anton. Yeah, uh, no, but it's, it's like you learn anything else. You know, he's older. You're, you're wiser, dude. No, it's true. There's a reason they say youth is lost on the young. I, yeah, I guess my, <laughs> my point was more so you look at a team like the Celtics, and they can look at Horford and kind of get some examples out of him of how to, like, present yourself and to like get that like I feel like a veteran actually does help become a calming presence especially when it's been there so Horford hasn't been there that much so I'm sure it's going to be a little bit more he difficult he made it on the Hawks not that far though second round exactly but like when you I, I just think that well specifically for the Cavs they, they have a bunch of players that did it a bunch of them have rings on the team but like when you look at like the, the Larry Nances the Jordan Clarksons on the Cavs they're going to be looking at... They they should be a lot more calm. And Rodney has a good example, too. All three of them are... They don't have much experience in the playoffs. I don't think I don't think any of them have experience in the playoffs. They don't even have that much regular season. Exactly. Never but, like, you can look at all these players and be like, hey... Like, they've won championships. Like, there's a bunch of people they can go to on the team being like, hey, this is what, how you should prepare. This is what I do. This is how I calm my nerves. And I think there's just good... There's good wisdom in that. Yeah, even, if it, even if it's obviously. like... Drinking wine, which wine of the week? We have a Q from Chile. Dude, you gotta you gotta go and email a bunch of wine people and be like, we give free shoutouts to wine, to just a random ass wine. You send us a case, we'll shout you out for for like until the case runs out, essentially. Yeah, true. And um, what was the wine company that we're buying this from? Do you remember? Why would I remember? I'm not the one drinking the wine. Um, yeah, so I mean, we're we're by, we we joined a wine club. I forgot what it was called, but we're not sponsored by that, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so so Q wine, um, chili. It's only reds, and I tried one and it was too sweet for me. But really, there, uh, we've had some drier ones. Um, do you want to transition into South America because of the chili oh, content? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so lads on holiday, as they say over in the UK. That's not what they say. Or lads on tour, either one. <laughs> Some of us might not come back. <laughs> Just, Maybe if I mean, if I find Bay, I'm not coming back. Book the Airbnbs in uh, Lima and Cartagena. Yeah, so me, Sachin, and two of our friends, we're going on a, a I think it's a 15, 12, 12 days day excursion. Really 11 because we spent one night in Fort Lauderdale. Which will get rowdy there. Low key, I think that might be the wildest night. We'll <laughs> Potentially. See. I mean, crackheads everywhere, right? Fort Lauderdale, <laughs> Florida. Well, dude, yeah, okay. I actually have something to talk about after that. But um, after we talk about the trip and Florida just in general. But so we're going on a 12 day excursion, gonna go to Machu Picchu and Lima. Well, I guess it's actually in Cusco. Yeah. That's how you say it. And then we're gonna go to Cartagena in Colombia and the Airbnb in Colombia. On the beach is pretty next level. It's like a penthouse. It is, it is high up there. It's like a condo on yeah. the beach. Like literally, Boca like we, you, it's one of those things where you see it in uh, Florida is a good example. But you, like it's like the condos on the beach where like they got the pool rise, and then and yeah. then you can just walk to the beach from your yeah, place. I but I, uh, how much are we paying for that too? It's like 20, 20 a person, twenty five a night per person. Yeah, something like that. If you were about to, no. if you were to said total, I'd be like, bro. No, come, 25 come a person here. a night. Might be like 27, actually, but whatever. It doesn't matter at that point. It's cheap. That's, what is that? Two two beers and a like a hot dog? I don't even, it's yeah, not, right? it's the, the Colombian dollar is cheap compared to, the Colombian peso, I should say. 
Is it all pesos? No, it's the Solares in Peru. Okay. Peruvian Solares. Well, well, okay. So this is news to me, actually. What What's the currency exchanges on those? Uh, Peru, I think, is 3.3 3 to 1. And then Colombia is like 2,900 to 1. Hmm. But, like, you know, if it's like 2,900, it's obviously cheaper, but, like, if it's 2,900, like, shit's going to be like 45,000. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, you know, yeah. It's like, no, I, I get I get. That. But, like, it's, it's still, not going to be perfect, I mean, it's but it's going to be cheaper. But I heard a buddy told me who goes to Colombia a decent amount. I don't get why. He loves Colombia. Like, who? Dude from the U who put them, Novak knows him, but, uh, he said Cartagena has shit beaches, and he told me a couple places we should do day trips. So like, I'm like down to like we should, obviously should do day trips. How many days are we? Four, four. So we should do Tuesday like, to Saturday. We should do like maybe one, oh, one day trip because the first night there we should chill there. Then maybe a day trip the second night. We shouldn't be day tripping the whole time. You know I mean, no. I mean, a, you know, a day trip is you go leave at eight a.m., come back at seven six p.m., and then you go booze, dude. Hit the fair, town. Fair. Come on. And I heard they have a good nightlife in Cartagena. If you stay in the region, like in Boca Grande, just are we not in Boca Grande? No, we're we just like should leave. Like if we go see the city, like we shouldn't be out at night though. Like other places. No. Yeah. 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 I'm just still okay. South America. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you know, we're um, prime targets. Yeah, we really are. But yeah, so we're doing that. Might be called Gringo a couple times. Rob D was just in Vegas. He can fill you in on the details of that one. Yeah, I was in Vegas. I mean, it's just expensive, man. There's a lot of people just trying to swindle you and stuff. And You got swindled. I mean, I didn't get swindled. I got put in a bad position, but everyone does. I mean, that's just how it is. Some worse than others. Some worse than others. But I saw a cool show. I saw the O show of Cirque du Soleil. And it it was pretty wild, man. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's just everything's expensive there. Yeah. But it's a fun trip. When I heard you how much you guys spent for the weekend, I was like, that got me like nine, ten days in Europe. Well, see, which is crazy with gambling me. though, because if you I, mean, just, I gamble, what you mean? I, I gamble in every city except for two in Europe. Yeah. Okay. Well, my point was the flights to the flights and staying in Vegas is not bad. It's just the everything you do, like the the dinners. If you want to go anywhere nice, is going to be extremely expensive. How expensive was it? Like thirty bucks for what? For like a dinner for one person. We only went to one nice dinner, and we ended up. I ended up splitting like two appetizers with Dev, and Ted and Bloom got wings, and they were like appetizer wings, but like the steaks were like fifty plus. Like they had a steak for like. 95 yeah but, but we like, didn't what order the that steak like i mean i know oh, steak sure should be expensive, steak but like, what would what, what would the, what, like what other entrees do they have i know just something the steak everything everything was pretty much 30 anymore. 30 plus like 35 though like pretty expensive it was in the bellagio but like yeah that's bougie shit oh yeah i mean it's gonna be it's next level bougie but that's where our show was and i if i recommend if anyone does go to las vegas go to the uh oh uh, and the bellagio it's a pretty cool show. I mean, it's like their like iconic show in Bellagio because most places have like one thing that does like you can like see it on the signs. Like I think MGM theirs was David Copperfield, and basically they just have signs pointing to where like everything is. And like MGM had Wet Republic, so that was like a a pool party thing that outside and David Copperfield were the two things that were like pretty much on every sign so that like people could get there. No. But it was cool. It was fun. Um, don't really need to go back anytime soon. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna make it out to Vegas ever. I've been there, but I wasn't 21. It's obviously more fun 21. I don't think I'll probably make it until I'm at least 29, 28. 
I mean, that's very... Oh, I don't have money to spend like that, dude. Yeah, Coming up real soon after South America. It's like work and then just like save that money for dental school and try not to borrow money. No, it's true. I mean, it definitely sent me back a little bit, yeah. but hey. But the one thing I want to say about Florida. But, so Okay, yeah. Yeah, so pretty much I was hearing that... Uh, well, okay, so John Oliver, do you ever listen to him? Yeah, I listen to him. He was doing like a thing on rehab and pretty much saying that like our rehab system is really fucked up, obviously. Yeah. Um, and a lot of how they judge their success rates are on calling people that stayed at their rehab facility and asking them like, hey, like, are you sober? And obviously they're gonna say that they're sober, right? Yeah, it's of a random drug test. Well, well, they'll do that during this time, yeah, but once you leave, leave, they're like, yeah. we have like an 80% success rate yeah. once you leave, but that's by them calling, being like, yeah. hey, like, how are you doing? And they're like, good. That's the biggest, biggest asterisk. Yeah, ever. exactly. So, but they were saying that in Florida, the way it's set up is that you pee, pretty much like they'll do piss tests and they get paid, like the places get paid by insurance companies to do those piss tests, like 500 bucks per piss test. There's something ridiculous. Not surprised. And basically what happens in the Florida specifically is they call, they like you go to these rehab facilities until you die. Like it's pretty, it's pretty intense. Like the sad Florida, such a Florida. Yeah, it's just it's really bad in Florida. I hate Florida. Can't wait till it's underwater. Jesus, but well, yeah. So that's that's for Lauderdale, though. So we're gonna see all that. Yeah, moving on. Let's move on to how we're gonna recoup our lost money from traveling. Well, yeah. So stock market is on the up. I would not say that yet. My my stocks have been so oil stocks have been on the up. Only I held and bought when I said I was going to. So Sasha only looks at oil stocks. Oil stocks have been done oil stocks well. under ten dollars. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got a really weird niche market. Yeah. It's like the same fifteen stocks. I just track prices and buy. Yeah. But it's a way to make money, dude. Know an industry, lad. You don't know shite. I do know a lot. <laughs> and just because I don't know about five, fifteen like mediocre stocks that obviously stay at a certain price for a reason. Yeah, and then they go up. One's literally they fluctuate a lot. One's They're literally gone up thirty five percent in four days. Yeah, they're the very volatile. Yeah, exactly. Buy so low, they could sell go high. down. They could go then, down. Yeah, and I already sold it, and I made a profit. I'm just kicking myself. Okay, but nobody way. laughed at somebody who made money off a deal. That's fine. I still think that the stock market's in a very, it's. I think it's in a very volatile place as is as a whole. But it, what's interesting to me is that Spotify IPO, and just looking at what Spotify and Apple Music and all the way that the way that music is transforming is there you iTunes will disappear if I don't even is iTunes still a thing I mean I use it I think it'll actually be just gone very very soon in the next like five years I don't think iTunes will be a thing because no one actually buys music anymore they just use Apple Music they use Spotify they'll use YouTube they'll use a, diff- a bunch of different venues that they will still host will, a bunch of dude. different songs why though there's no point because some people just want the song dude they just want it it's like you bring up a good point though it's like how spotify it's they they don't actually own the songs you don't own the songs but you still have access to them it's like uber airbnb these companies that don't own the product but still sell you it and then they make it like it is the future but it's the same reason like people there's people on uber everywhere people still want cars it's because some people just want the security and safety of a downloaded song in their itunes library okay whether you buy it or not is a different question but like some people like the downloadable security true but who's to say that in 2000 
I'm giving an arbitrary number, but 2030, that most people don't own cars anymore. And there's just, if everything, if cars become autonomous, what, why own a car if it'll just drive you like an Uber to I'll places. bet you my dental school debt by 2030. I gave an arbitrary number. I'm just saying that there, there's a real possibility Shiny. that we move towards that. I hope I don't have dental school debt in 2030. <laughs> 12 years from now. Pay so, it off So wait, wait. So Sorry. Bet, so bet that because you probably won't have any. So then it's like betting nothing. Yeah. No, but I don't know, dude. It's like the same. Like, um, people still going to own cars. All right, whatever. I want to end on this. Because yeah. we're looking forward to it. I guess it's in Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, four days. We're going to see the solo movie. And I, I kind of just to start before we talk about the solo movie and like what we our expectations are, because we obviously we've talked about on this podcast a lot, but I saw Deadpool 2 recently and there has to be something about movie etiquette. Like I saw this movie and... There would be a joke, and I'm not joking. Like, yes, I'm, I'm cool with people laughing in a movie theater. Like, that's not a big deal. Like, I understand that. But when people start laughing and clapping during a movie, like, 10, 20 minutes into a movie, it's like, what kind of, like, etiquette is that showing? Like, I can't hear the rest of the movie because people started clapping. I mean, I've, it was shushed, of, I've shushed people before. I wasn't right next to them. This, they, like, loudly were clapping. still shush them. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I guess. I, I haven't said swarm, but I've said shut up. Yeah, I, it's just like it was so much, man, and it wasn't. I I did enjoy the movie, but like, it turned me off to like people, man. Like, how how do you see, think see, that you, Rabdi, Rabdi, you're letting it ruin your day? This is Minnesota. This ain't New York where you say shut up. Someone's gonna say fuck you back. Someone's gonna feel. Minnesota's gonna feel shame and feel like oh, can't believe you called me out and sit in his seat the whole time and fester. And then when the movie's gonna end, he's gonna be like, which asshole called me out? And then he's gonna go to no, another that. That's you know what, what happens I in the done, state. You know what I should have done though? You I should have. I should have been. Cool. I should have. Minnesota nice said, baby. I shouldn't have just said shut up though. I should have clarified. Yo, stop fucking clapping. Because then that's going to be like, yo, like, oh shit, I probably shouldn't clap during a movie. This isn't a goddamn sports yeah. show. Like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Uh, you're not spurring on yeah, this Yeah, it's not like someone hit, like, yeah. a dagger three to win the game. Yeah. Like, we're not cheering. People, you don't cheer people in a movie. People suck, dude. I'm about to have to try. We gonna, we're going to Star Wars opening day, dude. How many stormtroopers, Jedi, Sith Lords do we see? Probably not that many because it's a really nice movie for you. I'm about to call them casuals, though. I'm about to test them on their knowledge because I bet I know more. That's yeah, because cool. you know too much Clone Wars. But yeah, it's all I'm canon, excited lad. for it. I saw a lot of interviews with um, Donald Glover and whoever plays Solo. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah, it, it will, honestly, like, well, I think it'll be cool. We'll have the review for you next week, but I'm having yeah. high hopes after I talked a lot of crap about and because, well, The yeah, Last Jedi. Well, we talked crap, but we also... It was deserved, dude. I was, watched it again on the plane back from... From England, from yeah. England, dude, it was terrible. Like second time around was worse. Well, I think I, was like, I, I think Luke so Skywalker's more... acting, Mark. Yeah, dude, Mark he's Mandelson. really subpar, dude. He's he's like wow. But uh, I I'll give my Jeez. rating on Deadpool, even though you didn't see it. I would give it a seven two. Actually, that's too high. Six eight. Yeah, that's exactly why I didn't come see it with you. No, but I Probably think six eight five five or something. I don't know. I enjoyed it, but I think that like. There's parts of it that were cool, parts of it that was just kind of like, I don't know. It, it, obviously, the clapping probably ruined it for me a little bit too. I get it. I get it. I think I missed some lines because of that, which is just horseshit. Like, because the way Deadpool works is he rattles off a lot of things quickly. Yeah, I He's know. Quick, I know. I know. I know. I saw the yeah, first one. 
Yeah, so when you're when he's doing that, if he says one if funny you miss joke, it, if you miss if you miss like a follow up, you sit there with your dick in your hands. He's like, yeah. oh, I, yeah, I know. You feel dumb. You feel cheated. You feel cheated. Yeah, because yeah, he says one and they laugh and yeah. clap and then I don't hear the next yeah. one. It's like, what the hell am I yeah. watching? Yeah. But yeah. And on that note, guys, don't forget go to audibletrial.com/slash/mn nice for your free audiobook. Good night. Thanks for listening. <laughs>